guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast or another Business English podcast, man. It's January. I am grateful as always. And here we are on the 2nd of Jan. And we're topping off some stuff very, very quickly. Guys, I want to talk about conference breakfasts, right? And so what I, I, what I completely forgot to tell you guys last time, and again, by the time we get into, of course, the intermediate, the upper intermediate, and advanced levels, along with pre-intermediate levels, I'm going to have more stories to come, obviously. But what I want to tell you guys about is, first and foremost, I'm going to give you some questions. What kind of breakfast do you normally have? I'm not talking about business breakfast. I'm talking about just a normal breakfast. See, in America, I grew up with the, like, in my mind, I believe that, I believed that breakfasts, were always cold. I would always eat cereal, but then I would always end up hungry around like 9.30. Everything I ate was just not feeling. And it was just very, very heavily, like it was like sugar, sugar, sugar. Okay. And this is why, of course, America is leading in diabetes and so many other things, because we're taught that, okay, eat your, eat your cereal, eat a bowl of cereal, but you're literally eating a bowl of like sugar. So, you know, I even came, you know, to some, I guess, the hard knocks is when I bought some kicks when I had gone out there to, uh, what is it, to America about three or four years ago now. When I went back to America, I bought one of my favorite cereals in the world. I missed it so much by the name of Kix. I loved it like I do my next breath. And my friend was like, oh, Arsenio, uh, when it says sugars that many, it's those are actually just these types of sugars. You know, carbohydrates, those are, you know, dependent on the carbs, they're sugars too, right? And me and her, we went back and forth, back and forth. But sure enough, she was free. She was like, listen, those sugars right there, it's actually doubled. I said, oh, my God. So you're telling me I'm eating 60 grams of sugar per serving? Are you kidding me? So that's what I used to eat. But in Thailand, I completely switched it up. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. In Australia, it's so expensive that my breakfast would always be a blueberry muffin and candy. Like they were called gummies. Strawberry, uh, what is it? Starburst gummies. And those were, these are by far the best candies you could get in the world, period. Flavorful as hell. Malaysia has another round of just delicious gummy bears. I'm a gummy bear fanatic, okay? I literally stock gummy bears, all right? In Thailand, they have not, they don't have that many good ones. Hottie bowl, but that's full of gelatin. Oh, Singapore, you guys are phenomenal at making gummy bears too. America, they got some pretty good ones, but not as good as Singapore, Malaysia, or Australia. So I'll leave it at that. Now, Australia, worst diet of my life. Thailand, better, much better. Because I always eat a small bowl of rice, eggs, chicken, uh, what is it, organic yogurt, and a banana. Okay, yes, I get some gummy bears too, but you guys understand where I'm going. And you know, Thailand's food is just unbelievably healthy. You just have to watch out for the very, very, I mean, very, very detrimental ingredient by the name of MSG, monosodium glutamate. For all my Thai people who listen, and that's what they call it in Thai. It is the worst thing in the goddamn world. I li Listen, if you go MSG effects as an A effects, and you put that in on Google, and you check out Dr. Axe's, his article in regards to MSG, you would be terrified that people actually put that in food. And my Thai folks, you guys always say, oh, but it's delicious, and it'll kill you. Why do you think so many Thai people get cancer, 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 cancer? Every time I hear someone say, oh, my father died. Oh, my God. Did he die of cancer? Yes. How'd you know? 
I'm like, well, it just seems like that's uh, for the last eight years I've been here. Oh, hopefully this is last year. Uh, you know, it's been like this. So I don't know. I'm just putting things into perspective. Got to switch up your diet. Okay. The number two question for you. Do you have a different kind of breakfast if you're away from home? If I go traveling, completely different. Things are off also. Way, way off. So you have to be, yeah, so that, those are things to consider. I can give you stories on top of stories on top of stories. And then, of course, which of the things in the photo, in the photos do you like for breakfast? So let me tell you these photos right here. Tea, coffee, okay, coffee, tea. Now, me, I'm not a tea drinker, but it's actually very good for my digestive health uh, because I don't, I do not get, like, indigestion whatsoever anymore. So I absolutely love the fact that coffee is very, you know, digestible. Um, a green tea frappuccino uh, is the best. Oh my God, I could, oh my, green, oh Lord, have you guys tasted the green bean from Star, uh, Starbucks? Oh my goodness gracious. Listen, that wakes me up in the matter of two seconds. Me, coffee, I'm not much of a coffee drinker, but it's actually very good for you. You just don't drink it in excess. That's it. Um, so there we have that. We have eggs and bread. Now, again, if you look at the English breakfast, oh my God, they eat baked beans and all this craziness. Although baked beans are phenomenally delicious. Uh, it's completely different from the American breakfast. Oh my God, have you guys tasted French toast? Oh, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. I'm seeing, boy, I'm just going all over the place. Oh my God, my, 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 my mind, my mind is running all over the place. Oh my God, it's just like that R. Kelly song. You know, although R. Kelly has done some heinous things outside of his music, but he's uh, his his song. It says, uh, "My mind keeps telling me no. I'm not gonna, you know, uh, mel melodic it on this podcast because I don't want people falling in love with me." But um, you know, French toast is the most. Oh, that is my favorite. Okay, blueberry pancakes. Have you tried it? Oh my goodness gracious! I tried it out there. In Sedona, Arizona, when I went to America four years ago, worst service ever gave her a dollar tip. That's right. You suck, lady. Uh, I forgot the name of the place. Actually, it wasn't even that good there. But my mom made the best. Oh, if my mom would cook the pancakes all the way through, because sometimes it would be mushy in the middle. And as a child, I would never say anything. I would never go up to my mom and say, Mom, I think, uh, you know, the pancakes are a little bit mushy, meaning watery, a little bit watery in the middle. Well, she would smack that. She would smack my head off my shoulders. Are you kidding me? But the times that she did make phenomenally delicious pancakes, oh my God, I could eat them and eat them and eat them and eat them. Oh man. Okay. Toasted bread. That was something else I like. Got to have your 12 grain bread. Okay. Six grain of 12 grain bread. There's a lot of, oh, Thailand's got some fantastic bread out here. Oh, I eat it all the time. I forgot the brand. Who cares? But it is extremely healthy. And when you toast them, and they're just so crunchy. It's like pizza parlors, right? When pizza parlors have the best crust in the world, it doesn't matter what's on top of the pizza. You could just eat that crust. So I don't even know what that last picture is. What in the Lord? Oh, cereal. Yeah, terrible. A croissant. Okay, so you got the croissant. I like saying it with the French accent. Shout out to all my French people. You know, what? Uh, one of my friends, he's a CEO and he's a trainer of one of the gyms out here. Love him to, uh, love him to death, David. Uh, French with a Vietnamese background. It's kind of like me, American, but with like 10 different backgrounds. And I love, I always mess with them in regards to French. I always say, je peux vous? You know, I just make things up and I'm like, oh my God, that's a word. He's like, yeah. Were you trying to say that? I was like, no, I'm just, I'm just joking with you. And he kicked me out. Uh, but you know, a, a croissant, I just love the way they say it. It's just interesting. 
So, anyways, berries. You can't have that much sugar. You can't just have a bowl of blackberries and strawberries, all right? Although it would be – hey, but blueberries are the best. Blueberries are the best. Blackberries, talk about antioxidants out of this world. But you just can't have just one big bowl of it along with cereal. Dude, you guys, that's like natural sugar and refined sugar put together. Not the best. Um, although that's what I'm looking at. And pancakes. Now, don't be very American. I know all my beautiful Americas out there. I know y'all, man. I know I got some new listeners from different parts of Florida, Ohio, you name it. Guys, you can't have six stacks of pancakes, okay? This is the picture that I'm looking at right now. That's extremely unhealthy. Six goddamn stacks of pancakes? That's probably about 200 grams of sugar. That's probably about 300% of your daily value. For reals, guys, that's, that's just too much. This is why, you know, going overboard, like you can have one pancake, have you some ba bacon, that's actually terrible fat, uh, but it's delicious. Uh, oh, sausage, not the honey smoked sausages, those are terrible. Some, I forgot what country has amazing sausages, but I think it was either Malaysia or Singapore. I'm telling y'all, boy, y'all missing out. If y'all haven't been to Malaysia, Singapore, we talking about the best food in all of Asia. So, um, you know, along with some, some eggs. Hey, how about eggs Benedict? And that's what I'm going to talk about today before I get into the whole eating a good breakfast aspect of it. Um, so that you guys, so you understand how you could prepare for a busy day, right? Because I know a lot of you, dude, I got like 30 countries on a daily basis that click on my podcast. If I go back to the podcast from a week ago, it's like 50 countries. If I go back to a podcast from about a month ago, it's anywhere between 70 to 100 countries. I get it. I know what you guys are eating out there. But again, how's your energy? How's your energy throughout the day? Is it like really sustained? There's this beautiful Instagrammer. I met her. She's a trainer out here. 84,000 followers. Gorgeous beyond belief. I'd marry her. Uh, and obviously, she's Thai and whatnot. And you should go check out her breakfast. Now, again, if you guys follow me on Instagram and say, hey, who's the trainer that you were talking about? I want to see what she eats. I'll go refer you over. But she has it set up. I looked at a photo today. Like, okay, this time, this time, this time, this time. I'm looking at everything. And I'm like, no wonder. She doesn't need to take naps. She doesn't need to do anything throughout the day. Can you imagine eating like that and looking like that? Oh, my God. 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 She's like the ambassador of so many different things, too. But that right there, man, if you can eat that, if you can eat hotel breakfast on a consistent basis, I'm not talking about buffet. Don't stuff your faces like my family used to do or probably still does. I don't know. Um, don't do that. Okay. So um, now, again. Here we go. Conference breakfast. When I was at a conference two years ago, okay, Bangkok International Digital Content Festival, uh, I stayed at the Bangkok Mar Marquee Marriott. Now, guys, we're talking five-star hotel, five-star restaurant. You know how much that is per night? Like $250. I know Americans are like, oh, man, $250. That's a normal hotel out there in America. The thing is, hotel quality in America, like, it's very low, okay, extremely low. So a $250 hotel in Thailand is probably a $750 hotel out there in America. And guess what? The amenities, you're still not going to beat it. You're not beating Thailand in any aspect of hotels or condominiums. Forget about it. Same thing with Malaysia. You're not going to beat Malaysia. Same thing with, well, Singapore. No, 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 no. I stayed at a hotel for about 130 uh, a night. Oh, my <laughs> boy. That breakfast, it was like two levels outdoor, fresh this, fresh that. Ah! 
the gym was a little bit small, but my goodness, again, you got to pay a lot because Singapore is very similar to Japan. Everything has to be very vertical, right? Because there's not much space. Although Japan, there is more area, but it's extremely expensive in general. You got to pay more to get more space. Now, I stayed at the Bangkok Marquis Marriott. My room, the bed, man. I had, I forgot what fruit I ate for the first time in seven years, but they gave me like a big plate of fruit, the bathroom, the this, the that, the chargers, the, uh, the silence, how far, how high up I was in the sky. I remember taking the elevator downstairs uh, to go meet uh, in the dining room before we went off to dinner, had a bunch of red wine, red wine, I'm talking red wine on top of red wine. Uh, and this was before my presentation the day before. And, you know, when I was going down the elevator, I was listening to two flight attendants and they were just, yeah, they, I didn't even know they were flight attendants, but I'm like, oh damn, Virgin Australia. Wow. So I'm over here standing next to Virgin Australia. They're getting ready to go out to dinner or do this and do that. And unfortunately it's really sad because those two probably had lost their job due to COVID and whatnot, but the experience the experience. It's not about staying at the hotel, but the experience of being around those people. <gasps> oh my God. I was around some of the biggest heavy hitters, the biggest, the most prolific mindsets and people who would develop in applications and everything. Oh my God. So let's get into the breakfast. Now the breakfast, you had a Thai style. You had this style. You had that style. I had an eggs Benedict. I had, oh my God. If I had that to wake up every morning, we're talking about like you could put extra chocolate on your pancakes or you could put some white chocolate on this and you can have this coffee made. They'll bring you. Oh, my God. The lunch wasn't that good. The lunch wasn't that good. But that breakfast, man, some of the buffets out here in Thailand, the Intercontinental Hotel, I think the dinner buffet is about $40, which isn't too bad if you actually think about it. In America, I think it's $20 per head for a buffet. So if you pay an extra $20, and like it could be $25 to $30 at some of the older rundown hotels, like the Harris and stuff like that, or the Surf Buffet, which is an extremely old buffet out there in America, dude, it'll run you about $30 a head. This one at the bank, at the Intercontinental, man, I just could not believe it. Like, man, some of those meats I don't even know how to pronounce. There was a lot of first-time things in there, and I just could not believe it. Again, I think they should just have some more pizza. All right, but nonetheless, that like that the, the seafood that was – oh, Lord Jesus. Like, man, I'm telling you guys. So going back to my hotel, Intercontinental, having that array of breakfast, I knew that before my presentation, I needed to make sure I ate a very proper breakfast that was very, very high in protein and just a little bit of carbs so I could keep that energy sustained. See, if you have a lot of carbs in the morning, but it depends what, you know, I drank too much wine the uh, night before, but if you have a lot of carbs in the morning and then next thing you know, you have a presentation like at, I don't know, 10 a.m., 11 a.m. or something like that, you can end up getting a little bit tired, a wee bit tighter. But, um, it was a beautiful experience that kicked off so many things. I can't remember what that, when was that in August? So a month later, I went to Dalat, Vietnam. Um, what is that? I ended up getting a lot of different companies, man. It was just a smoking end of the year, man. Just a fantastic. So amazing. But you know what? Yeah, that was 2018, by the way. Was that 2018? No, 2019. 
2018, uh, you know, it's just me trying to, you know, get in, uh, fit in and everything. But nonetheless, guys, I want to go over some things in terms of eating a good breakfast. So to meet the demands of a busy day, okay, your mind needs, your mind needs all the nutrients, all the essential nutrients, the energy. I'm talking a well-balanced breakfast. And with that, you'll be able to, again, fight off those low energy levels that, are, that may come later in the morning, such as like at that 10 and 11 a.m. I have that happen to me a lot. That's why I always meditate for 30 to 40 minutes between about 9.20, 9.30 to about 10 a.m. And then, boom, I shoot off like a rocket to work because I'm completely refreshed. That's after, obviously, my workout and stuff like that. But it's an excellent routine. So, now, again, you guys already know, the mental work means everything. We already know about the physical, you know, energy that, obviously, food provides. But, again, if you do not have a legitimate, and I'm talking a legitimate breakfast, there are some substantial consequences to that. So, less ability to think and concentrate less ability to learn, more stress and irritability. How, you know, in terms of, you know, how calm do you feel when you're very hungry, more accidents, putting on weight, feeling tired, decreased physical performance. Again, having those snacks, the crackers, the nuts, things that are actually high in protein, even almonds or good fats such as olive oil or avocado is absolutely essential throughout the day. So let me give you guys a really, really, really good example here. I remember, you know, back when I used to work at my other job, anytime I would have like Subway at about lunchtime, I would get extremely sleepy right around 2 or 2.30 p.m. Why? Because I just ate a whole bunch of carbohydrates rather than protein. So this is very, very important, especially do not eat that many carbs before you go to sleep at night and make sure you eat obviously two hours before you go to sleep. But again, when it comes to the protein, guys, you should eat pretty good, uh, a sizable amount of protein for your lunch. Because guess what? Protein, obviously, yes, it takes a little bit longer to digest, if I'm not mistaken. But at the same time, it will give you more energy than carbohydrates. So again, like when I did the KTV workshop, okay? This was, oh my God, just a day after Thanksgiving. I think it was November 27th. When I, uh, when I did that KTB workshop, I said to myself, I said, you know what? If I eat anything rice or anything heavy, I'm talking very, very heavy in carbs, I'm going to end up falling asleep, no doubt, big time. And so then I said, okay, I said to myself, I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to ultimately you know, just, you know, take down a whole bunch of rice and whatnot. I'm going to get some protein. Of course, it was the day after they had a butterball turkey sliced up for me. And I was absolutely ecstatic about it. And so what I had to hurry up and do, man, I ate serving on top of serving on top of serving of that beautiful, delicious, succulently amazing, unbelievable butterball turkey. So you guys are like, okay, so what does that mean? Well, guess what? For the next, you know, at 1 p.m., 2 p.m., I didn't feel tired whatsoever. I felt amazing. I felt amazing. So I enabled myself and set myself up to have that mental capacity for the next three hours. Again, that next three hours went by very, very quickly because everybody was just like stammering back to their seats when I was already there saying, hey, let's go. 
they're like, Arsenia, do you need coffee? I'm like, uh-uh, I got all the protein I need. Just give me a little bit of green tea and I'm ready to go. Let's do this. I went back home and I was still full of energy, you know, obviously because I love what I do. But again, to sum this up, thinking about long meeting days and long days in general, to give you even the, I'm going to give you one last example. When I eat on very, very long days, when I have teaching, we're talking throughout the entire day, like on a Sunday, 6 a.m. coaching call with an Egyptian pharmacist, get some TOEFL done. Okay, 8.30 to 3.30. It's me working at the quote-unquote full-time job out here in Thailand. After that, I got to race home, and I got a two-hour session with another girl online. Directly following that, I got a one-hour session. So we're talking, this is like a nine to 10 hour teaching day. We're talking Monday. So how am I gonna be able to sustain that energy throughout the day? This is a question that a lot of people don't answer. They end up eating something really bad during the day. So you guys just say, well, Arsenio, what do you eat? There's a critical meal at lunchtime that I eat. It's called guacling, okay? And it's like, it's, it's, it's a very spicy Thai chili paste, but it comes from a very healthy place by the name of Bum 101. And they have cranberry, what, what is it, that, 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 that cranberry rice? It looks like very, very extremely, it's very violet, violet to black rice, but it's actually the most healthiest. And so you have this rice along with a bunch of protein and it shows you all the table, it's right there. It says, okay, protein, 34 grams. So I eat that along with the 10 gram protein of sugar and I have sustained energy throughout the entire afternoon. By the time evening comes around, I'm good to go, but it's the afternoon that I have to fight off. So again, guys, think about it. Just again, I know there's so many different cultures out there, but when you go to different conferences or when you go to different places and you need to eat food, always remember, if I were to go to the likes of Oman, if I were the, to go to the likes of Dubai and stuff like that, or if I were to go to Kazakhstan, I would always say, okay, Arsenio, you're unfamiliar with the food, but you know you can never go wrong with rice, chicken, and vegetables. You can never go wrong with that. Even if I say, hey, you got a little spice, put some spice on there. Make sure you oil that up. I know that chicken should be good. Okay, rice, rice tastes like rice. Give me some vegetables, get, get them a little stir fry, you know, get some olive oil on them. I'm good to go. If I'm oblivious or if I don't know exactly what the culture has in terms of nutrients with the food they offer, right? So guys, I want you to keep that in mind all the time. And with that being said, man, thank you so much for tuning another po- into another podcast. Sometimes I say it too fast and I just stumble over my words. The write-up, there's actually an extra write-up. There were some additional questions in terms of why do people have problems concentrating when they don't eat breakfast? Don't skip breakfast, people. The most important meal of the day, the most important, do not skip it, okay? That's a question you need to ask or, again, go on to my, obviously, my Instagram and, you know, tag me in a post and tell me what you think. Or why do people who don't have breakfast sometimes put on weight? It's a really good question. You better keep that in mind because now some of you just, you guys just did that same gasp I did. Oh, oh my God, I don't eat breakfast. Is that why I'm big? I don't know. It could be a, 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 a contributory factor is what I'm saying. And the last question, what kinds of food are healthy breakfast foods? I want you to make a list. 
put that list on, so, uh, you know, but tag me on that list on Instagram. Again, I'll be waiting for it. And again, guys, man, I just want to say thank you guys so much. Hope you guys had a wonderful New Year's and stay tuned for more. I'm your host as always, over and out.